Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. I am your host, David Dodge. My co-host, Mike Slane, is actually at City Hall getting permits for one of our rehabs today. However, I am joined by a very special guest, and I would like to say that we are due to meet and podcast together. So I want to please welcome Cody Hoffine from Wholesaling Inc. Cody. How the hell yeah, are you today? Dude, I'm doing good. I, I think we've, we've hit and miss each other so many times and we'll talk to each other maybe on Instagram or Facebook and here we are. So this is exciting that uh, I finally get to, uh, to meet you as well. Hey, thanks for coming on the show today, Cody. So the thing about Cody is I've seen and heard of Cody. I see uh, their podcast episodes and some advertisements online from time to time. And you have made yourself quite famous. So I know of you, but I don't know you. So I wanted to take this time to kind of get to know you a little bit. I wanted to um, talk, talk about the coaching program that you guys have, yep. have built and continue to run. Yep. And also, if you, if you wouldn't mind uh, letting the audience, the listeners, the viewers know a little bit about how it came to be. I always like the stories of you know, whenever you're talking with a successful person that has a successful business, how they got there, what steps did they sure. take to do what they did so we can all take away some value and learn from this. So sure. Cody, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And if I get long winded, do not hesitate. It's all Say, good. Cody's now loud. Now let's let, <laughs> let's let, we got to get through this in a certain amount of time. So right. no, feel good. free to stop me wherever you need. Like you're like, Oh, talk a little bit more about that, please. Yeah. Please interject and, and we'll go. So um, 2000, let's go like real quick on some of the stuff, 2010 to 2015, I was an insurance agent doing that just strictly just insurance agent. And I got quickly into the point where I was insuring a ton of fix and flip investors. That was kind of like, in my mind, I thought that was going to be the best avatar. And I, I would go to the RIA meetings, not to learn about real estate. Like, it's so funny that I was just there for like, Hey, can I, can I sign up your rental? Can I networking. sign up your home? You were there like, for the that networking. Was it. That's yeah. it. It's just, I mean, in all reality, it's probably more selfish reasons. I just wanted to build my book of business. And I would go there all the time. And I started insuring just a ton of them. Now, as an insurance agent, um, if, if that was my long-term goal, it probably wouldn't have been actually the best avatar because I was insuring all the fix and flips. They're on the book. They're off the book. Like, is you're you're insuring them for three months. Yeah, and you're not selling them. They're gone. Residuals. No, there. you're gonna no, get that so, person's next deal, maybe. Hopefully, but that's right. It's but it's not gonna be a policy. seven, ten, twelve year payout. Right. Right. That's right. That's right. So it's just a crappy, crappy policy. But but uh, for whatever reason, my mind was was intrigued and inspired to go down that journey. And lo and behold, if I know what like standing where I am today did I know that that was going to be the future that I could actually get into the real estate world? No, like far from it. But now looking like here we are talking together and, and now looking back and knowing what I know, it's like, Oh my gosh, like that was, 
that was so inspired from someone a lot more than me of leading and guiding me down a path that would be more fruitful, would be more fulfilling, something I'd be more happy about, uh, and, and a way to really just serve people. Like, if there's anything in life that I love to do, and I was taught from a young age and then have been reminded throughout my life, and that is if you could just find something that you love to do and just serve people with excellence, the money's always going to be the byproduct. And so I have to, so, I, so again, the listeners and viewers, guys, I don't know, Cody, this is the first time we have talked literally on this podcast, but I want to, I'm trying to think of the right word here. I want to reiterate that and prove it because when I messaged Cody on Instagram, the first thing he said was, brother, how can I provide value? So I love it. Boom. You nailed it. That's, cool. that's the truth of it. And um, I've had good people come into my life. David, you probably have people that have come into your life that have taught you something or are meant to be there for you in your life. Um, I wish I could say everything was unicorn and rainbows, but I actually don't believe I'd be the person I am if I didn't go through my, my, my moments of trial, tribulation, and challenges. Um, as an insurance agent, my first year, I made $19,000. I had two kids and a mortgage payment and my wife. And it's like 19 grand doesn't add up. It, it just never does. But we were in a neighborhood where someone just felt in tune and inspired to just stop by and always say hi and, and, and say some kind of a encouraging word. And he'd either bring like ice cream shakes or a plate of cookies. And he's like, hey, my family is thinking of you. Have a good night. And no one knew we were broke. We were though. We were, we were really broke. And no one knew it. We didn't share that with anyone. We, 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 I wore a smile everywhere. Like you'll always see me just smiling. And uh at the bottom of those cookie plates and the bottom of the cups for the ice cream, there'd be like $500 taped to it or a thousand. I'm not lying. This guy was incredible. And he was just in tune. He, he felt like there was a need. I never told him that, but what's not coincidental is it also was the money that we needed to get by. And so even though I had a great parents and, and a great raising of always serve, always serve, always give more than you ever charge in price. Like whatever you charge in price, make sure you always give more than that in value. And you will always have a business that always goes. I was, learned, I was taught that as a, as a, just a young child working with my dad in construction. And I got to watch that. And then as I grew up, those messages continue to go and people would be in my life saying the exact same thing. And so it just kept me on track. And once I really adopted that mindset, even though I've heard it my whole life, and I actually stopped worrying about me and just simply started focusing on the client or the student or the, the person that's sitting in front of me telling me that they're losing their home and they need to be gone in seven days. And it's like, I'm not worried about the home anymore. I'm just going to sit here and find out how do I genuinely serve this person? We're all out there saying, I could give you a cash offer. We'll buy it as is and we'll have no real estate commissions and there'll be no fees and blah, 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 blah. And we start to sound like Charlie Brown's mom. It's like, womp, 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 womp. <laughs> it's like, where do we differentiate ourselves, and how do we do something different? And man, there's so many times we're sitting down with our, our, the individual, the families that were um, going to be purchasing their home and we're helping them in more than one way. We're helping them move to their next home or, we are helping them. Um, one had never been on a trip for a long time. And so we're like, listen, where do you want to go? And they're like, well, we'd love to go down to St. George. We put them up in a, in a big old home so they can enjoy their family down in St. George. And it's just, 
I, I don't want to be the person that just goes out there and says, we buy homes cash as is and no commissions. It's like, how do I go over and above? And the byproduct is don't worry about the home. Like just worry about them and be a problem solver. And if you can have the mindset of we're really not in the real estate game, no problem solving game. And we are in the people game. Yeah. That's right. And Absolutely. the better you can solve their problems, then the byproduct is you get a contract that allows you to purchase their home. And this gentleman that came to my neighborhood taught me that I was like, so this was, this was while you were an agent. That's right. That's right. Okay. And when I was broke, like that was $19,000 a year. And then maybe it bumped up to like 27 the second year. And he would just conveniently come by. And, and so me and Wendy, uh, my wife, Wendy, um, we decided to like, we'd always give back. And so whether people have a spiritual side or not, I'm not saying that. So whether there is a, whether it's a God, whether it's a, whether it's karma, whether it's universe, whatever it is. Ours is God, and we, we just committed to God. We'd say, hey, we want to be successful. They're not for us, but we want to be successful so we can help more individuals. We want to have an impact on people's life, much like this individual had on our lives. And that's when it just started clicking. That's when it started coming together. Like, okay, here's an opportunity. What are you going to do with it? And we got the opportunity, and we remembered, and we had to stay true to, and honest to that, that commitment. So we would set apart X amount of dollars to help people. and then all of a sudden the next opportunity would come. It's like, okay, here's a little bit bigger opportunity. What are you going to do with it? And I feel like you can't outgive the giver. You can't give outgive the earth, whatever you want to call it, karma, whatever you want to call it. You can't outgive the giver. If your purpose and sole purpose is to serve people and give, 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 it just keeps coming back tenfold. And that's always been the principle behind what I do and how I run, how I run my business. Cause I want it to bless other people's life, not just mine. And, uh, I think that one mindset has been able to, cause I, I feel like I don't deserve what I have. I, I, I don't, I really feel like I'm like, gosh, this is so generous. <laughs> um, but I feel well, like that's that what set me up that, for the success. That mindset, Cody, from, from, uh, I have a lot of mentors. I'm sure you do. I'm in a lot yeah. of masterminds and there's a, there's a, there's quite a few people that feel that way. And yeah. from what I've taken away is the people that feel that way are the ones that have given so much value. Yeah. That it's like, it's good to be humble, but at the same time, man, having that feeling is a good feeling. It is. It is. And here's what lines it up. This is where it will be different than real estate. You're going to be like, wait. And I think it'll all tie in. Um, when it comes to just in life in general, me and my wife committed to, in fact, short story, Tom, my business partner uh, with Wholesaling Inc., he had just paid off his home. This was in probably January, February of 2017. And he's like, Cody the most incredible feeling. Like it won't make sense because it's only a $1,500 mortgage. And it's like, if I gave myself a $1,500 raise, it, it, it like, like who cares? It's $1,500 a month. Like that could be spent quickly. But he's like, Cody, but for whatever reason, it's the feeling I'm feeling. Like it's the feeling I'm feeling that I don't have a mortgage payment. It's not the $1,500. It's that feeling. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this inspired me. So we had our first event, 2017. We're in Salt Lake City here in my, in my hometown. And I stand up on stage, my wife, we just barely had a child and she's sitting there in the like front row holding them. And uh, I stand up on stage and I said, and there's like 200 people there. I said, hey guys, I owe darn near $300,000 on my home. And uh, Tom's inspired me to say something. I want, I want to say it publicly today because I want you guys to hold me accountable. And my wife, I see her eyes already like, what's going on? What is he going to say? <laughs> Damn it, and, Cody, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, <laughs> this is April, April of 17. And I stand up and I say, 
I am going to pay off my mortgage before the end of the year. This was $293,000. And I see my wife's jaw go, like eyes go from this to jaw like, like what are you <laughs> talking about? Right. Um, because we put that now at front of sight, front of mind, I think so many times we don't have a crystal clear where we want to be or what we want to accomplish. And because of that, we never see the path, how to get there. Most people just kind of go through the day and it's like, Oh, here's a good opportunity. Let's take it. Oh, here's a good opportunity. Let's take it. Where if it doesn't serve the outcome that you're looking for, like I wanted to pay off my mortgage. And so tons of opportunities will come. And then I could look at the opportunity and say, okay, does that serve me to pay off my home? Or does that distract me from paying off my home? And so I was able to determine like, no, no, no. And the funny thing is you say no a lot more than you say yes. You've got to say no to more and yes to less. And that's how you're able to accomplish your true goals. And so we wanted to pay off our mortgage. I had to say no to hundreds of opportunities, no to more and just yes to less. And as I had, because I had my crystal clear goal, I want my mortgage paid off and 200 people heard this, then I'm like, I better make this happen. Boom. That's because the title <laughs> of the show. Say no to more. Say yes say to less. Yes to less. Man, That's it. I like it. That's it. I like <laughs> Let's go with that. That was a little, uh, I, I should coin that. That's what I came up with, uh, oh, but, probably about a year ago. But no, you know, Cody, not only does that make a great podcast name, that's the truth of the matter. So, um, I watched, or I bought a course recently, and it was um, not Dan Sullivan, but um, oh, why can't I think of it? Insanity, something. Anyway, the whole course was about learning how to say no. Yeah, and you know, and 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 some of the ways. Just real quick, I don't want to go off on too many tangents, of course, but one of the ways that they taught you to change the way you think about things really opened up a lot of doors for me. So uh, here's an example. You're, I don't have a, a job. I'm an entrepreneur, but most people yep. have jobs, right? So they're yep. at their job. And I guess you could say my business is my job. Um, but let's say you're at your job and it's, it's 4.30 in the afternoon. You're getting ready to go home. And your colleague says, hey, you want to grab a beer? Well, you got two, two choices, yes or no, right? Um, so when you say yes to that person, you are saying no to your wife and kids, right? I don't have kids, so but I am married. Yep. Um, however, if you change the way you think to say, well, I can't say yes to you because I'm saying no to them. Yeah. I, I can't be in two places at one time. Right. So, yeah. so instead of me saying no to you, even the, the way to approach it is to say, listen, I wish I could. But if I did that, then I couldn't be over here with these with 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 the people I love, right? That's so right. I'm gonna have to take a range from right. that. But That's it's right. kind of going to teach yourself that you know when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. That's so correct. lead with no, so you can keep your yeses on the things that are on your list of to dos, just like you were talking about a minute ago with your newly created to do in front of 200 people. Of I'm gonna pay my damn house off by the end of the year. And mind Love you, it. Q1 was over. I'm just Q1 reiterating, but yes. <laughs> and so, Love it. Uh, by, let's go to the quick version, like Cliff Notes version. By the end of October that year, we cut our last check. Man. We paid off the mortgage. And here's what I will tell you. 
that feeling that Tom was telling me about, like, I don't know, like, it's just different because if I got a $1,500 raise, like, oh, well, like, that's not that great. And I think most people think that, like, if I pay off my home, it's only like a $1,500 raise. That's not game changing. Here's where it's game changing is every day when you wake up, you're thinking inwardly, you're thinking selfishly you're thinking i've got to wake up and i've got to go do something because i've got a mortgage to pay a car to pay bills to pay like rent to pay yeah um, you have a chain pay. attached to your ankle that's right a big ball of debt behind it that's right and so every day is just thinking about you you're just like about yourself 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 it's like i gotta wake up i gotta do this i gotta do this i gotta do this when that mortgage was paid off we didn't have any other debt we 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 bootstrapped really i and my wife drove like a thirty five hundred dollar forest green minivan of all cars. I drove a thousand dollar Honda Civic where the bumper fell off on the freeway like multiple times because it's tied on with bailing wire. Um, it's just, we bootstrapped it. So we didn't have any other debt. When that home was paid off, ours was about $1,700. But here's the difference. When I woke up, I no longer felt the stress of me having to go out and make a deal happen or this happen because I need to pay a mortgage. It was that financial freedom. It was that, is that feeling of who do I get to serve? To? You got off a of work arrest. Yeah. Well, so it's you were like on not house arrest, but work arrest and that's, you got off of it. That's well, Great. not only that, it Freedom. changed my mindset. I no longer thought about myself and what I need to do for me. I was able to genuinely think outside and say, who do I get to serve today? And who do I get to serve with excellence and help them achieve this? And it made me think differently. I was no longer thinking about myself. I was now thinking about my students every single day. Tom and I, we woke up and we'd sit there and we'd thought, okay, how do we help Sally, the first time student, get her first deal? And we just thought about them, about them, about them. And how do we keep giving more value than we ever charge in price? How do we set them up for success? How do we get them deals? And how do we just, how do we just keep serving, serving, serving? That was a byproduct of being debt-free. Was I no longer worried about myself. Now all I did is worry about others and really that is when you talk to gurus and you talk to like, I should say gurus, when you talk to like the most incredible leaders in the world, the John Maxwell's, the Tony Robbins, the Darren Hardy's, like you talk to these- Darren gurus, Hardy, that's the thing I was telling you talking about. He's good, he's good. And he, you talk to those individuals and they tell you, it's always give, give, give. And then the byproduct is you're going to get all the money you could ever worry about. Like your, your paycheck is directly correlated to how much value you bring to the world. And so when you wake up every, every day and just want to serve people, the byproduct is you're going to get paid very, very well. But it wasn't for me. It was, how do I just genuinely serve people? And because of that, we got paid very well. Mm -hmm. That was the paradigm shift. I no longer thought about myself. It. I thought about I everyone it. else. So, so, it so wasn't Cody, let's do, do me a favor here. Let's back up for a second. So you okay. were an agent in 2010 to 2015. You had Done. a neighbor or somebody that lived nearby that yep. was kind of helping you out. And that was just like an angel. It sounds like somebody that just kind of absolutely saw, he saw through your bullshit. No offense. Yeah. Uh, but he knew that you needed help and he started helping, which is amazing. Yeah. What an awesome human. And I would assume that he, uh, came became a mentor of yours and he started teaching you real estate is that is that what happened no so he had nothing to do with it he was just a kind individual that saw a need and and wow. fulfilled it that's it wow. he did he was a corporate america guy that did very well made over a half million dollars a year and uh just didn't use it for himself he used it to how can he bless other people's lives and and i learned a lot from that i learned a ton from that 
um, you can't pay a guy back that already has enough money. And so all you can do is choose to pay it forward instead right. of paying it back right. and make yeah, sure that like you always that. do the same thing. That so a, that's, that's, a that's good, what we learned. That's very cool. So what got you into real estate? What transitioned you from insurance agent to real estate investor? Let's talk about that. If that's all right. Yeah. 2015, I come home early. I wanted to surprise my wife. Um, I had spent a couple long days at the office. So the following day, I'm like, you know what? This work can wait. So and I went sorry home. To interrupt. This is pre-event with Tom. Yeah, this 2015. Okay. This is prior to getting into real estate. Like this is, I'd gone to a lot of real estate meetings. Um, sure, sure. Just to go get insurance business. But you but were getting the insurance people. That's I right. Like it. That's cool. right. And so I went home early. I walk in through like the front door, walk in through the living room into the kitchen and I hear crying and I knew mm. something was wrong. Like instantly I knew something wrong. My gut just like sank. And it was my wife and her hands, her head's down in her hands and she's at the table and I, my heart just sunk. So I said, Hey, Wens, what's wrong? And she wouldn't say anything. She's just like sniffing and like, like crying. Yeah. Like it's, it's hurt, whatever it is, it's hurt. And, uh, I said, Wens, talk to me, what's going on? And she says, Cody, like, I try to stay positive. I try to support this, but I don't know how we're going to pay our bills this month. Like we don't have enough money still. And that's when it just like gut wrench, like just hurt. Almost like Cody, you're not, you're not fulfilling. Like you're not doing your job. Like you're not providing for the family. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. And thank goodness there was during that day, Tony Robbins, I just listened to him on a YouTube and I can still hear it like it's yesterday. And he says, if you want life to get better, it's you that has to get better. If you want life to change, it's you that has to change. And so at that moment, the problem 99% of the time is looking at you in the mirror. And I'm not so true. trying to point my finger. Cody, so true. Or, yeah, so true. by all means, you know, just, yep. just communicating. But man, I, the, it's called the accountability mirror. That's, That's right. exactly what it is. The That's mirror right. is the accountability mirror. That's so, right. Man, I love that. I so, could have kicked him a dog. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, some of you, some of these vulnerable times, this, yeah. this is the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think this is where people is reality. Cause I know there's people out there listening to this, David, that are like, this kind of sounds like my story. And I hope what I learned from it is something they can implement and, and see the direct result of what I learned from it. And here's the thing is I had to be willing, I had to be humble enough. Cause so many times it's easy to go kick the dog or yell at your football coach or your mom or your dad or your spouse, or your kids. And it's like, the problem is looking at you in the mirror and are you going to humble yourself down to realize that life will get better if you get better. In fact, you hear from Jim Rohn, one of my favorites of all time. He says, rarely does a person's income exceed their level of personal <laughs> development. No, that's such a good point. Like rarely, rarely, rarely yeah. does an income exceed their level of personal development. If I want my income to raise, then I better raise myself on who I am and who I'm becoming and my personal development. And then coincidentally, when you raise yourself, your income just starts to follow. That's the truth. And so I called myself out and I just heard it that day. It's not coincidence that I was just hearing that message. Like, Cody, you're looking at your wife crying right now. And 20 minutes prior, you're listening to a guy that says, if you want life to change, it's you that's changed. If you want life to get better, it's you that's get better. And then I went to a RIA meeting the following night. Man, isn't it crazy how, how life does that to you sometimes? Oh, it's amazing. I think it does and it for everyone. Crazy is the wrong word. If you're word. willing. No. Like amazing yeah. is amazing. incredible. Like, right? Amazing. Cool. 
amazing. But I think every one of us has it, but it's who's listening. It's who's listening, right? Just like when you're looking in the mirror, you seeing what you want to see, or are you seeing the brutal truth? That's right. right? So that's right. Again, just a quick tangent, but like, I've been really, really trying to focus on my health lately. Yeah. Like I'm not like super wealthy, but I'm fine. That's when you stand in the mirror and you're like, Oh, really? Yeah. A (laughs) hundred percent. So I'm not, I'm not super wealthy, but, but my wealth is to a point where I'm very happy and comfortable with. Right. Yeah. Um, I have 63 rental properties. We wholesale 10 a month. Yep. Um, and we usually have anywhere from six to 10 rehabs going on. So we're doing pretty well. Good. Um, I don't have my house paid off. However, I have a different approach, but I think it's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I have way more money coming in a month off my passive income than I do off of or versus my expenses. Right. Yeah. So that's one side of it, the wealth and the health is another aspect. And as of this morning, I weighed 284 pounds about five months ago. I was about, I'm sorry, 184 pounds. I say you do not look 284 (laughs) pounds. There's something wrong with this camera. I'm a little bit meatier than I look. Right. But about four, four or five months ago, I was 214. So I'm down about, you know, 30 pounds, give or take. But here's the thing, and this is, goes awesome. into what you were saying. You look at yourself in the mirror every day, and you don't yeah. notice the subtle changes. You don't notice your, you know, or me, my fat ass chin getting bigger, or just looking big in a shirt, right? But one day I look at the mirror and I'm like, man, I don't even recognize myself. Yeah. So when you're looking in that mirror, and just like what you were saying though, you you can't see what you want to see. You got to see what's actually looking back at you. So and that's what the accountability mirror is all about. So yeah. boom, yeah. love it. So that's next day I go to RIA meeting and a guy's talking about how he did put a deal under contract. And in three days he made 27,000. I'm like, you dirtbag. I made 19 <laughs> grand after 365 days. Like yeah, and I can't weeks. sell you the insurance on it because you're going right. to sell it. <laughs> that's right. So uh, I just like, okay, it's time. Like it's time. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be very uncomfortable. Um, there was very little money to coming in. And so I went up to him afterwards and he was, he was honest with me. He says, ah, Cody, you're the type of person that you'll kill it. And uh, I don't want to raise my competition. So I, I don't want to mentor you. Mm. And I said, at least you said this up front, like grateful for you. Yeah. Thanks for and being so, honest. I get it. Yeah. I started listening to podcasts all over the place and I was listening to everyone you could think of. And like on multiple during this time, this bubbly fella came on and he's like, I'm like, <laughs> and he's just sounds like he's drinks way too much coffee. But at the other time, it's like, he matched my morals. He matched my values. And he wasn't a guy that uh, like was arrogant or cocky or, or prideful. He's just a very humble servant. I was like, that's my guy. So a few days later, I get on the phone with a gentleman by the name of Tom Kroll. It's with Wholesaling Inc. And next thing I know, I'm, I'm enrolled as a student and, um, and I go through his program and it just starts clicking, like clicking. Why? Because I was with the right mentor. And I, I think there's so many out there and I think there's so many that you need to find out like who resonates with you. Who do you feel like you can have confidence and trust with? Because I think a lot of mentors, they all have a lot of the same like messages. It's who do you actually believe so that you take the action? Because that's the hardest thing. The mentors, they all have the answers. The difference is there's some students that, don't succeed because they never had that complete belief or confidence to take the action because they're like, well, what if it doesn't work? I had such conviction in myself. Like 
that's my guy. And if he tells me I have to pluck a hair off a camel's back and then kick a horse, like, I don't care what it is. I will do it because he's telling me and I, and I believe him. I trust him. And I just followed his instructions step by step. And 39 days later, I did a $24,000 deal. And I was just like, what? I started crying. I, I remember crying like a baby to my wife. I was like, what? Like, what? This doesn't happen. 24K in 39 days. And then it just started. And I spent 365 days last year making about the same roughly, you know. And That's right. That's right. And so it just started snowballing. From there, it went from faith to fact. It's like, okay, not only do I have to have faith in the process, I've now done the process and I now saw the check in my bank. I no longer need faith. I've seen it. It works. And once you turn to fact, game over. That's when you it's got like, all these, you got all these great saints, faith to fact. <laughs> I mean, that could be a, that could be an episode title. Maybe I'll do another episode, man. Like you, you let me know however many times until you're sick of me, but I, I will do whatever I can to, to bring value to the audience. I love it. So faith to fact. So you went to a real estate meeting and you weren't new to the meetings, but you were new to real estate investing. I love it. Yeah. So you, you had nothing. changed, you had taken off your real estate agent cap and you put on your let's learn real estate investing cap. I love it. Boom. There it is. We went to real estate at this point, guys. So we go on to real estate. I knew nothing about real estate, by the way. Nothing. When you say nothing, nothing. The only thing I knew is the home I purchased, I signed documents this thick. And I just remember my eyes being wide open saying, wait, I thought the purchase price was 152. Why does it say I owe 330,000 after 30 years? And my wife's like, just keep signing, just keep signing. Or we're not <laughs> and so um, we knew nothing. We knew very little, but I had trust. I had trust in his process. And within six months, it was like a quarter million dollars in assignments. And then it just started snowballing and it started snowballing. And within the first like 15 months, I had done over like a million dollars in, in gross rev. And I couldn't believe it. Like I couldn't believe it. Still, like if you took me back to that moment in my mindset, I'd have been like, why? I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I've been working my tail off my whole life. And I will tell you, it just, it happened. And then I'd reach out to Tom and talk to him. And this is now kind of tying it all together. Um, Tom and I got on the phone. He's like, dude, Danielson should never be able to win Mr. Miyagi. Like what's going on? Like you're the student <laughs> and, and you're winning. Like, what are you doing? And so I started just telling him like, you gave me all the instruction. And then I just found some unique ways while I was out there. And, and we had both yeah background. I love sales. And so I found better ways to negotiate and I found better ways to do this. He's like, Cody, we got to team up. Like this is going to be too good. Like there's so many people, but here's the thing. He didn't look at me as like cha-ching money signs. We went sure. in even, even partners. He'd already, you were providing value program. right back to him. That's right. That's right. And, and I was, was willing was to call him whenever and his acquisition manager would be like, Dan, here's the thing, go out there and try this. And then it worked. And so Tom's like, dude, we got to team up. There's awesome. still too many. Tom was bankrupt. Tom, before he got in real estate, that's why he got in real estate. His brother-in-law or not his brother, stepbrother, Todd Toback was like, dude, I'm sick of watching my sister-in-law cry every night over your patheticness. Like this is how brutal his brother was. He's like, over your patheticness, you're getting into real estate, you're getting in the car. And I'm going to tell you what your first step is. Get in the car and call me in your car. Like, boom, started going. Um, his whole point was he came back from, I mean, he was a bankrupt individual. I wasn't bankrupt, but I was, I was struggling to make ends meet every month. And so it was so, it was so cool to hear Tom say, we got to team up. And here's his answer. He says, not because we could make so much money together. And I think that's something that, that most people would fall into that trap. He literally said this, Cody, we need to, we need to team up. 
I said, Tom, talk to me. What does that look like? He says, I don't know, but here's the thing. There's so many Tom Kroll's out there and so many Cody Hoffines out there that are still struggling and have bankruptcy. And we've got to find all the Tom Kroll's and all the Cody Hoffines and let them know that they can do this. And I was just like, yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Like, that's I'm, a I'm, part of the, I'm part of that mission. Let's go. That is so, awesome. That's why we teamed up. I love it. Hey, thank you for sharing that. So I had Tom Kroll on the episode or on the show, episode number 83. Uh-huh. And we published that April 18th, 2019. So that was almost a year ago. You're talking one week away from a year. So it's sweet to have you on today because we'll basically be publishing this in another week or two. So no coincidences. Week from a year. Coincidences. I love it. So you guys went in with the mindset of, you know, we are so blessed to have met each other and have this information that has transformed our lives. And you guys paid it forward, which I think is so cool. And you said, let's go out and find all the Tom and Cody's that are like us, that are struggling, that, you know, we could better their lives. And, And the rest is history. So now you guys have had, you know, thousands of students. Um, you guys are, I mean, I, I, I would go out on a limb to say this, but the, the premier wholesale coaching program out there, um, there's lots of real estate programs, right? But yeah, yeah. most of them are, are more broad where you guys are really narrowed and niched in, which I think is great because, you know, what I tell my students too, Cody is, you know, I don't care if you want to be a landlord or a rehab fix and flipper or whatever you're going to get your best deals direct to the seller. And, you know, we have a motto within our company and I think everybody should have a similar one. Keep the best and sell the rest, right? But you're still going to get the best deals going direct. So what that means is that you need to learn how to get good at marketing. Wholesaling is a marketing business and it's really a means to an end for me. I want to have 150 rental properties and, um, and then I'll, I'll be content, right? And yeah, I'm, yeah. I got my 64th one online this morning, actually. So That's I'm growing. Phenomenal. You know, I'm, I'm, doing, making, I'm making some moves. But wholesaling is, it's a job. So regardless if you want to do wholesaling or not, you need to learn it. And that's really that's right. where I think you guys are doing amazing by leading with that, right? You want to go on apartment buildings, great. No better to do that. No better way to do that. Then to find it at 50, 60 cents on the dollar, That's maybe right. you can refinance it with the equity and not have a penny in it, right? You're not going to be able to do that without learning how to market. So, That's man, right. I absolutely love that. Very, very cool. Well, Cody, those are where- kind words, by the way. Thank you for those kind words. Oh, yeah, I know you're absolutely. doing an incredible man. job on your side as well. Like, we're all in this, we're all in this same mission. I, I feel like uh, I feel like that's why I was, I felt so good to get on your podcast. Is hey, I appreciate you in the coming. Same mission. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to go too long. So let's maybe try to wrap it up here. But Cody, thank you so much for coming on the show. We're going to bring you back. Cody, you like are the man with these one-liners, bro. Seriously. <laughs> say no, say no more and yes, less. That's my favorite. And fact to fiction, another good tweetable topic here, guys. I love it. Cody, where can people find you? Um, Obviously, you're on social media. What would That's be right. those handles or places to yeah. go to, to get you? Just Cody Hoffine for Instagram and for Facebook. Um, I'd say I'm probably more active on Instagram than I am on Facebook, but we, we do that as well. Um, if you find us in like real estate groups, it's REI Freedom. 
Um, it used to be called Wholesaling Inc. We kind of want to make sure that people understand the whole goal behind this. So we rebranded it to REI Freedom. That's the Facebook group page. And then um, Wholesaling Inc. So wholesalinginc.com, they can learn about us. But uh, that's, that's us. That's cool. us. So before the episode, Cody had some special offers. And um, if you guys want to see more about it, I'm not even going to tell you what it is because it's kick, it's kick ass. So if you want a special offer, head on over to dpipodcast.com forward slash wholesaling Inc. And there's going to be some, a special offer over there for you guys as well. Very, very cool. And Cody, thank you for allowing uh, the audience, the viewers, the listeners, you know, to, to get um, that special offer. It is awesome. Cody, we're ready thank for him. We're ready to take yeah. care of him and give him value. Hey, thank you so much again for coming on. I appreciate it. Not only was it great to get to know you, but there was several gold nuggets in there that I know I learned a couple things and I'm sure that the audience, the listeners, the viewers definitely learned some stuff. We're going to have to get you back on the show here in a couple months. Again, thank you so much and I am grateful for your time. Any, any parting words for us, buddy? No, just get out there and take massive imperfect action. Don't wait for a perfect plan. They don't exist. Don't map out. Don't get into that like analysis process. Just take massive, commit to massive imperfect action. Know that you're going to make mistakes, but they're going to teach you more than me and David could ever teach you. And uh, that's, that's just the name of the game. Map, massive imperfect action, guys. I love it. You heard it from the man himself. Massive imperfect action. I love it. All right, guys, signing off. Until next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>